Yeah, I decided to go with purple. What an atmosphere you're creating in your room today. Thank you. Thank I you. I see wisp. Is that a, oh, it's a little bit of dust. I thought that yeah. was kind of smoke. No, no, you would think, but uh, it's just a dirty fucking room. I mean, it's not a dirty room, man. How you doing? You know what the fuck it is. It's the Who You Looking At <laughs> podcast with Michael Macarola. And Ben Lewis. I'm trying to pump up the energy a bit. I feel like I can... <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you always start... I feel and, like uh, I... Hi. Like, hi, how are you? So, you know, I feel this like is the new NPR. If we start there, I mean, yeah, I don't want to turn to NPR. Well, um, Mike, I just wanted to start off by saying, remember when I had that Clementine that one video and I opened it up and that made the fragrance of the room... <laughs> I decided to upgrade with a candle. He's got candles, guys, and I'm looking for new candles, and I'm going to ask you where you got them. I'm going to see the Yankee candles. It's, yeah, it's it's like the only candle shop I know. You got it at the at the mall, maybe? Yeah. And uh, let's just say Cafe Alfresco is the, is the candle that I see. It's nice. It's nice. What it, do you think? You like it? it? It's nice. <laughs> I, could see, <laughs> I could see it getting better. I'm hearing a butt there. I can see it. I can feel like it's going to get a lot. Like, it's going to be a lot. Oh, no, we can just blow that out, you know. Not for, like, the duration of the podcast, but, like, if you have that for a couple hours. Well, that's why I've got three. Be... I alternate. Yeah. Um, as you can see, uh, let me just take a second here. Yeah. Away from, like... So, I've got... I've got... Um, Great. This soda. one, I hate the name because it, me- it means nothing. It says Festival of Lights. Oh, wow. They've well, captured photons seven, and the celebration of photons. It into just, a candle scent. It looks it's like purple. it's a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's a fucked up menorah. Can I smell it? Yeah, it's not gonna smell at all. What you so think? The, is it the festival? Of, is that? Please um, describe that smell. So you got a Hanukkah candle, okay? Well, this is actually something my mom had here. Oh, that's got a um. That's got a nice seasoning to it. It's like cinnamon. A nice cinnamon. or like, like a a nice spice. Yeah, spice. But hints of like flat floral. Kind so my mom hated that. Like something that's something she's owned for years, and she just gave that to me. I'm on, I'm honestly a fan. I love it. I I mean, have you have you lit it out? It doesn't look like you used it too much, but you did use it. Well, she just gave this to me. I lit oh, it okay. once. These are a new endeavor, and she got another one right here. And this one, once again, n- name means nothing. And actually, this actually sparked something else. I'm going to be doing this. Uh, I don't know if it'll be today or tomorrow that I'm going to go out and do it. Uh, it's a very quick, small bit that I wanted to do with you where I'm going to buy, you know, those little flap candles. Yeah. I'm going to buy like five of those and they're like mad cheap and I'm going to get the most obscure, weird names. Like it's basically like looking at a crayon a crayon mm-hmm. color and trying to guess what the fucking name is. And I'm going to do that with candles. I'm going to have you smell. S- yeah, I'm going to have you smell them, and I want to yeah. see if you can guess what the name oh, of them are. Have you, have you have you bought these candles yet? Not yet, no. When did you go to the candle shop? Like last week. Okay, so you'd be down to go again. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I'm down to go. Yeah, because I, I you can... just can't look at what I'm getting. That's fine, but I want candles for myself, so okay. it's actually... Okay, well, so this one's called Seaside Woods. Wow. Just breathe that in for me. It's got a wonderful little um, kind of... Oh, I can't see in the light because you've got very good mood lighting here. It's all purpley. Uh, let me smell that real quick. Oh, 
me take a breath. <laughs> take a break. I'm getting lightheaded. I don't know. <laughs> We've got like That's one nice. lit right now, and he's just like inhaling other candles. That's good. I like that. It one. literally smells like Yankee Candle in here right now. It does. I love. I I'm a huge fan of candles. I, I have a candle on most of the time. I know, and that's actually what made me get them because <laughs> I made you get the candles. Oh, kind of like half and half. Mm. I wanted to get candles, and I also wanted. Uh, so I tried incense. I'm not a fan. I'm. I hate it. I I, I liked it because I wanted. I wanted those cool looking smoke, like the down, yeah. uh, the down hold ones that smoke in the bottom, sure, yeah. and it looks all cool. But it just. It's too smoky. It it has it's like not enough smell and too much smoke. You're in like a bedroom. It's not like you don't have enough space for that. No, I feel like this would I be the perfect like... amount to get the smell around, but the smoke is the problem. Yeah, like it needs to disperse. Or no, to like... no, with the with the down one, the one that I bought, the smoke didn't really get everywhere because it was contained. Right. Um it was just the fact that it smelled too smoky to me. Mm. It wasn't that it was too smoky in the room. It just, the smell was too smoky and it lingered for like four days. Yeah. I hated it. I was like, <laughs> I was actually scared that it would just not go away. And I did, <laughs> I, I like sprayed be. Febreze in here like 24 seven oh, and Jesus. like inhaled so much shit. <laughs> yeah. I tried incense. I had the sticks and um, they were so quick. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I was doing it wrong. No, like, no, there. It's only like ten minutes that they really last. Nope. Mine was like literally less than a minute. So okay, I, I, that, I, that, I that was wrong. wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> I did it wrong. I, the ones I don't know how to light them. The ones I had were the the cones, and yeah. that was like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes that it burned for. Okay, I'm gonna take my hat off real quick because I'm getting a headache. Okay, while you're doing that, um, I do have a gift for you. A gift. Yes, and uh, this is something. Yeah, I was gonna say, watch the candle. Burnt, your hat goes up in flames. I'll put it on the other side. One second. My hair is. Can you see my hair right now? It looks beautiful. It looks ridiculous, dog. <laughs> I need a haircut. Look, look at the volume in that hair. Right it's getting voluptuous. Oh man, is that the right word for hair? Yeah, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's the right word for everything. The booties. Yes. The bosoms. Yes. And the hair. Yes. I and did I did workouts on Discord yesterday in front of Aaron and Bickerman. You did Ani. workouts. I did workouts. <laughs> and that was before I got on because I got on and Ani was talking about how you were. They were on with you, but they didn't say anything about that. Oh damn! Yeah, I did push ups. I did sit ups. Oh, Aaron gave me some pointers. Uh, why did I do? Why did I say that? Oh, because of voluptuous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, let me give you uh, your gift, okay. and you can have this now. You can have this later. I'm gonna have one now because I just I, I need it. What is it, Ben? What is it? <gasps> he did. Oh, my God. He got me some. Okay. This is my favorite drink. Uh, and if you're looking for new drink recommendations, non-alcoholic, but if you want to add something after the fact, you can. I'm hoping it doesn't It makes very up. good Moscow mules. Um, but this is craft ginger beer. Be careful with yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is craft ginger beer. The Reed's brand, but it's got the extra 100% more ginger than the originals. You could recognize it by its iconic logo of two palm trees and a golden hour sunset. Oh, that's good. Let me see. Oh, that's Let me good see stuff. Quick. I think it should be fine. Yeah, want me to get it? Give me, give me this. I got it. And stronger than I. No, I'm not. I just got <laughs> calluses all over me. I have less calluses. Some would say that I have doughy oh, hands. Sh oh, shit. This one's not going. 
I, that's what I thought. Because I'm usually... I, I was going to say, like, I'm, I was, I was shocked around. that you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. But I was kind of joking around. I am kind of good at opening them. You are, the but... I mean, if we Let need... Let me give it a go. I have my sweat. I have yeah, my yeah. shirt right here. If we need, I have a bottle opener, Ow. too. Ow. What is wrong with this one? Did you get it? Ow, no, I can't do here, it. Here, there's a bottle opener over there. Man, I'm all over the mic today. I might... It, it's I a little bit of a flimsy... Entertain the people. <laughs> it's Where it's a bit it? of a flimsy bottle opener. Actually, let me talk to you guys about this. It counts the bottles that you open. There's a counter oh, on there. There's a screen. There's currently none, so I don't know. Um, there... You have to turn it on. That's why. You got it, right? It did. It's like chunky, though. I got it. That's weird. That is so weird. I think it might have been slightly frozen. I don't know. I just put it. I, I only put them in the fridge like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for this. This is literally my favorite drink, as you would know, obviously. But yes, the people would not know. Very nice. Thank you, Ben. I was totally not expecting a gift. Yeah. I gotta bring you more gifts. It's okay. I don't oh need god. gifts. Your presence is my gift. Oh my god. Should I read what you said to me? When I, said <laughs> I gotta read it word for word. What'd you say? Um, you said you had your doctor's appointment, and then uh, you're gonna text me when you got home. So you said, "I hone, home, I, <laughs> I good when you is. I miss you. I love you. I need you." I said, "I miss you too, sir. I'll head over in ten minutes." Yes. And then you said, "I will be you," and I said, "Oh my, oh my, it's, <laughs> it gets from beautiful to horrid." <laughs> and then he said, "I will wear you like a full body suit." Actually. You really said I will wear you like a full body shit. So, yeah, I said and I then, said and shit. And you first. said suit. So I just had a bunch of nose and then I headed over. The bravery that I showed just to come here after the shit you said to me. Thank you. I just want to say that I'm brave. And uh thank you for this drink and I'm happy to do the podcast with you, Ben. It's wonderful to be with you here. Um how was your how was your uh, that was like your TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a TED Talk on the podcast one time. Please. I just don't know what it's going to be about. I want I want to sit here and just, I want, <laughs> I just want my face. just <laughs> One black. episode, all the episodes are going to be like this bullshit, where it's just like us talking and like <laughs> smelling candles. <laughs> and then like once, We're going to turn into a candle podcast. One ep- I'm down. <laughs> one, ep- one episode uh, is just going to be like me with like a really serious scripted topic that's like the uh, song. Um, But you had a doctor's appointment, right? I had right, my last acupuncture. Last one. Well, it, technically, only only because of I I don't want to pay for more. Right. Um, it hasn't done quite uh, the amount that I feel like it. I mean, again, it's I don't know why. Not that I feel like it should have done more because I re, again I don't know a whole lot about it and but uh, it didn't do a whole lot. Um, meaning I'm not after four things and and he, even though he told me, you know, told me, told me, uh, that it usually, sometimes it takes longer. And in my case, he was even saying that this is actually becoming, it is more gradual than even he thought that it's, it's slowly, very slowly kind of simmering down, which I'm not going to say it isn't like, it's definitely tamer, but the frequency at which I have them. And it's just the intensity has gone down by like a percentage. Right. Yeah. So it's like For the amount of investment. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it's only because I couldn't get the script for it for insurance to cover it. So he right. said, 
uh, to try approaching my doctor to see if he'll give a script after hearing that I've done it four times already and it's gr- like incrementally right, yeah. gotten a little better. I still don't think he'll do it. Oh my but God. I'll... That was a weird one. Yeah, thank you. I thought she was very strong. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't, I don't know. I'm a velociraptor. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I'll ask and I'll see. Do but you think you're going to pursue that, trying to get the script for it? And I'll, I'll, I'm not going to go crazy about it. I'll ask one more time. I'm I'm waiting for a callback from him. Yeah. I'm still waiting because I called them like two days ago and mm. I'm waiting to hear back from him. So, yeah. um, but let me tell you uh, this one, because I know you were very interested I'm in so, knowing. I'm so fascinated. We haven't talked about it all week. I wasn't able to get much information out of him about his technique and why it does this, but I'll give you more about what happened throughout this one. Okay. Um, this was probably the best one that I've had. Um, zero like next to nothing pain um very calm fell asleep uh and i'm feeling quite burpy from this drink and i'm not like you i can't just burp on the podcast i know it's okay just let him out let him out and this will be the burp podcast kind of you know (laughs) (laughs) like you got a toad in your stomach (laughs) (laughs) um so Let's see. I have I, I literally have to like write this down in my car immediately after leaving the office just so I can keep a mind frame of it because so much so much strange shit happens in the middle of this. Um, so uh, this time it was uh, it was one needle in my head. Okay. And the rest of my like in between like one of the bottom of my foot, which was like it's that one's like the worst putting in because he's like he makes you like cough to like sort of like. Uh, you know, shat, like, like cloud over the fact that he's putting a needle in the bottom of your foot. Yeah. Um, Did you kick? I, I, It was like a twitch, like a reflex, but I didn't <laughs> kick. <laughs> he puts it in and I like, kick him right in the face. That's what I imagine is going to happen. Dude, I'd be scared because what if the needle goes I deep know. in? <laughs> um, so uh, after putting in a certain amount of the needles, he like walks so he walks to like the front of the room that's where he has like the um the cases of the needles Mm -hmm. and he walks back up there and he's like oh (laughs) i kid you not this is what he said so hold on let me uh let me me, uh oh yeah let me get that that's good okay so he walks back and he's like he's like okay yes all right Yes. Oh man. Okay, that's that's doing a lot. <laughs> is this a Sonic game? That's the dialogue. <laughs> I just did that. this is the, the music I would imagine it's being a Sonic game, and uh, that's the dialogue. That's the dialogue. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but he he like did them, and like I don't know. He was like, it's like he was feeling some type of presence or something. He's like, oh, that that did a lot right there. Okay, and immediately after saying that, wow. he does this mixture between clearing his throat a cough and a sneeze <laughs> and he does and he, he does that periodically throughout each of the sessions he's done that but yeah. uh, let me do my best at trying to in, like reenact what this sounds like he's okay. like it's like okay yeah okay that's whoa okay that's that's doing a lot then he turns he opens the door as if to let out my demons that are <laughs> escaping my body in that moment <laughs> Just wait, and, and he's like and I'm like, I gave him a sneezing fit. Too many demons. It's like he's like it's like he's allergic to these. Demons. Okay, he okay. Needs to get them out. Did you see the Green Mile? No. Okay. Well, there's this famous scene 
in it where um, the uh, oh god, I haven't seen the movie in such a long time, but it's uh, where the prisoner, whatever the character's name is, uh, uh, John Coffey, I think, or Kofi. He's uh he like ex- he basically takes other people's pain by touching them and expels it out as like locusts flying out of his mouth and stuff. I think I've seen that. Yeah, like he he basically takes everyone else's ailments and it hurts him and then he expels it out of his body. That's what it felt. It felt like he through thin air after putting the needles in was like taking my wow. shit and like coughing it out of his body and then the door was open to like <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thanks, man. So yeah. And, um, and so then he, uh, he proceeded with more questions. Uh, oh my God. I'm so excited about these questions. Now the questions, this is my favorite you're going to love some of these. Okay. One of them was, you know, just about my diet, you know, what I've been eating. <laughs> Look at the top one on my list. Diet. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's That's just so funny. It, it was about that. And in reference to bowel movements that's good and i tried telling him that like (laughs) like you and i know this more than anyone that we both have a history of having terrible constipation yes and the most and from that the most infrequent bowel movements like even nowadays where i don't constitute myself having constant like being constipated but i just i don't i don't shit i only shit like once do you want to rename the podcast (laughs) <laughs> to constipation boys. Constipation boys, yeah. <laughs> um, I only, like, once, uh, or, like, every other day, sometimes even every other two days, like, like, I'll skip two days. Yeah. You know? It's it's just very infrequent. I, For instance, today, it's been, I haven't, I didn't shit yesterday or the day before that. Mm-hmm. So. That's pretty regular for me, too. Yeah. And well, so. It definitely has to do with my diet, though. Like, I eat so much, car- like, I basically only eat carbs. This is why I wrote, I need help. <laughs> so like everything's just, that, yeah, that, that might in. do that. You need more, you need more bran in your more, diet, yeah. more, more fiber. Yeah. That's um, why I have these flushes. This is not good. <laughs> but I eat a whole thing of apricots and then it just all comes out. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's great. nice. Fantastic. It's um, such a good time. I can't say that even helps me though. No. Cause I mean, I have, I'm not saying I, I my diet has gone far worse. Um, yeah. From when I was like actually working out and like on on a diet. Yeah. Um, but I can't say it's that bad. Yeah, I'll eat some shitty food, but I kind of counteract it with the majority of the other food I eat is like, you know, oatmeal in the morning or eggs in the morning with yeah. like a banana. Um, For me, it's like, it's not that I eat crap. Like I don't go to McDonald's every day and then have like, you know, two burgers and fries and stuff. Like I don't even eat fast food. No, no. yeah, you don't. It's just that I don't eat that much and then when i do eat i eat like pasta, pasta. and that's about it <laughs> he's, he's a born raised italian man right yeah. here and Today's that's all he's got night. the dough is rising right oh, now fuck dude can i have some pizza i'm sure you could kill my have some pizza <laughs> i was like i don't even have to ask i knew that they would let me <laughs> but i would over. feel like give me some pizza my parents just got their covid test back which is negative so oh yeah they're officially good sick that's yeah. nice um so yeah, he would ask me about that and I told him like, yeah, it's very infrequent, but that's also very normal for me and shit. Yeah. But here's the big one. He on a pre on on the third session, he asked about like how my emotions are. Mm. And if I'm like very like, you know, happy then sad, if I like go through like kind of like emotions like that or if they're really like 
uh, sensitive or really like powerful. And they're really not like, I kind of, at least I personally, I, 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 I think you have a good control. I kind of hold it like in emotions and I don't really, I'm pretty composed on the exterior and I generally am composed interior too. I think so. But today he was asking, he's like, now he's like, I know you usually like, like from the previous one, you were like composed on the inside or on the outside and you don't really show too much emotion. He's like, but what, like I'm getting a huge sense that you, you're having emotional turmoil in the inside. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, this is down to like, yeah, this is my therapist now. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, it's it's not that. Listen, if he's if he's expelling demons from you. Yeah, he's got to know something. He's got to understand yeah. something at your core, you know. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, well, like, it's not necessarily, I don't know if it's wild emotions, but it's like, this has been going on. These health things that have been going, have, have happened, yeah. have been going on for like, half a year now or like a little over right. half a year now which is insane yeah. and we don't know anything about what's causing it why it's happening or haven't had any like leads or headway anywhere yeah. and it's caused like anxiety there because i'm like okay what if something's really fucking wrong with me and they just haven't found what it is yet like i've i've literally gone through extremities where i'm like what if it's cancer which is like the likelihood of that is so fucking slim. They could probably tell if it was cancer. Exactly. That would that would show up nine times out of ten in a blood test that would show up, right. which they've done. Yeah. It's just the anxiety of not knowing what it is and then getting these weird pains in my chest that like literally feels like I'm being stabbed yeah. and like an ice pick going through my head fourteen hours out of the day every day for the past two months. Yeah. It's like that like takes a toll on your mindset of like what's shit's going on 100%. and if it wasn't for that my appointment today i would not have this type of energy right now for the podcast because my headache is like nearly gone right now oh wow it usually is like that after after each appointment that's good uh for the immediate day after hmm. um but anyway so like he was like yeah like I, I can feel that i can feel that inside you and uh okay and then he just continued on nice that's good he could read that though because you are very composed, but I know you've been going through a lot recently, so it's, I'm sure, really rough. And I'm sure it has, like, a physical toll. Like, even if it's not perceivable by, like, yeah. you know, just on a social aspect. Like, I, if I can't see you and be like, oh, you're in a lot of pain. I'm sure, like, someone who's really inspecting it's probably tell. It's something also, like, that doesn't probably help the the condition of it, like, the pains or whatever, that, like... For the most part, I try to, like, I'm, like, just not even really think about it and just take it day by day. But, like, I understand, like, in some cases, it might make it feel worse than it actually is in some ways. Like, not trying to say that it's not, like, real and it's not there, but it could also be, like, okay, my, you know, anxiety with the mindset of it mixed with it being there could make it higher than what it actually is. Right, yeah. So those are all, like, elements to it, and it doesn't, like... There's no breaks between there of it being, like, okay, now I can... Like, my breaks used to be going to the doctors, finding out that it's not one thing, and that would be, like, okay, I can rule that out. But now it's, like, we've ruled out so much shit, like, what the fuck is it? (laughs) Here we go. What's, What's left? You know? And not to be, like, you know, you're a super special case where it's this crazy mm-hmm. you know unknown thing hopefully yeah yeah it's just a matter of them not finding it yet 
But yeah, that was uh, that was acupuncture. I'm glad that the acupuncturist is helping though. I hope you can get your slip if you still want to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to see. He seems like a nice guy, dude. I, I honestly <laughs> would love to like have a dinner with him. Get, <laughs> get yeah. some, have some wine. Like, dude, he's like as 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 uh, skeptical as I am with the whole like you know like yeah i feel like this present like it's not something that i'm like i take to very easily Mm -hmm. but something about that is very like draws you in it's very much like uh like he seems so like why he seems like a wise sensei that's like telling me like (laughs) your chi is out of balance (laughs) yes (laughs) that is what he's probably yeah dude (laughs) yeah man i i'm such a sucker for that stuff which is kind of why i'm afraid to do stuff like that Mm because i'm like I can really get in, like invested too heavy into it, but that like, might be good for you. Like if you be. if you really like it, like if you get invested into that, like there's no harm in it. Like yeah, you're yeah. not doing anything bad. You're you can wrong. actually you can see the last two ones he put in my thumb here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For this, this is the first time he uh, he put them all in, took them all out after the thirty minute wait time, and then after coming back in, he was like let me just put two more in you and have you sit here for another 10 minutes, which is he never did that before and put more in. Did he give you a reason for that? No, I think it has to do with pulse. Like after every time he checks my pulse before and after. Mm. You like weren't ready to come down from it. I don't, I don't know what exactly he's looking for. Cause the, the, the one before this at the end of the session, he was like, wow, okay, this is, this is the best your pulse has been at the end of one of these sessions so far. Like this is the best it's been. Wow. Um, but I don't know what he's gauging from yeah. that. You know, I guess I'm calm, but like, I guess that's bound to happen when you're laying on a table for a half hour doing nothing. Yeah. Your body's going to naturally kind of calm. Yeah. You're in this meditative state. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Especially with like the needles, like as weird as it is, and I don't like this feeling, some of the needles, like he'll put in the middle of my wrist and I'll feel my vein like pumping blood yeah. next, like hitting up against the needle. And I'm not a big fan of that feeling, but at some point when you're sitting there for like half an hour doing nothing, looking at, Oh, let me show you the, I took a picture of the room for you to get you. Okay. In the, I'm, I'm so pissed. I didn't remember this until after the story. That's all good. Um, but this is basically what's in the room. This is wow. Describe that for me. It's um, it's a dark room. He currently took a photo of a sink, but he's got these nice twinkly lights to just kind of cascade from the top of the room down, and it looks like someone lit the top of the ceiling with like sparklers, and they're just kind of drifting down. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. great. Um, so that's what I sit in when he leaves the room. I sit in there. Wow. And that's uh, not what I was expecting at all. And then there's like that like music with like birds chirping mm-hmm. and random shit, but it's like distant because it's out in the hallway, not in the room itself. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I want to do it. Yeah, I, I want to do it. Send me, send me, send me for me. I want to just try it. Yeah, man. Because it's great. I mean, they're great over there. They do. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. They like know me now because I've gone like the past two weeks, like every like three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. It's just like a, you got to keep doing it until you really see results mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that just the, because the, he also, it's, I think it's a, a, a thing of also gauging your body. Like you, he can't automatically the first day know, okay, this is where you need these to go in from and yeah. shit and shit like that. So, um, 
I guess after some time of knowing my body or knowing where what helps and what doesn't help and knowing my um sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry um knowing my patterns in life and stuff he's able to like I guess figure out what how best to go about it yeah I've um I've said this on the podcast we've talked about meditation a lot on the podcast yeah. recently since we've both been doing it pretty frequently I recently didn't do it like on one day like usually i can get in like five minutes even if i other times i'm like closer to 20 minutes 20 to 30 or whatever mm -hmm. but i recently just didn't do it one day and i had like the worst day yeah yeah i don't know what it was you were just like out of whack i was from... just totally like i didn't realize how much i was depending on just like centering myself uh -huh. at the beginning or like the middle or even the end of the day just to be like take a breather and for that day, I was just like a mess. I was just like basically a lump and like couldn't get out of bed. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It was really weird. I don't know why I was like had such an intense reaction to not doing it. It seems very comparable to people that work out every day and people that like do yoga or something every day. Like yeah. that uh, repetitiveness of uh, it, it's it, in your case, it's with your mind, but mm. just as easily transferable to your body of like your body needs like activity. Like we're not meant to just do nothing. Right. And that sort of strain uh, of like working out, like you work out and your body's like under pressure. It's got to do something. It has a purpose. It has a job right there. And you just feel so much better afterwards. You feel like you've done a lot and you can go on with your day and feel empowered. And yeah. that's the same thing with your meditation. It felt like my day didn't actually exist. Yeah. That day. Mm -hmm. Like because I didn't do it, it didn't happen. And I just like, was allowing well, my... you exist to me. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched the entirety of Bridgerton. Is it good? It's, um... I really liked the first few episodes. I thought they were really, really good. So you're telling me it didn't end well. No, I'm not telling you it didn't end well. It's just there are certain things that I'm like, okay. Um... You, do you know the plot, like the basic idea? I don't know anything about it. I just see okay. it everywhere. Well, bring that. I, okay, I'll bring the mic closer. Get that a little bit. Yeah, Bridgerton. The sex scenes—they're not that good. <laughs> That's your complaint. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was serious. hoping for some Game of Thrones shit. Titties uh, everywhere. Not, not like. They're not passionate enough. They're very repetitive. There's some good ones. The latter scene. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> He doesn't last long. Every single oh, time yeah. they have sex, it lasts like literally under a it's minute. It's realistic, Mike. I mean, it's setting like, the standards for guys. Okay. You don't have to last for okay. fucking 20 minutes. I'm not saying that you had the last 20 minutes in the actual action. It makes of normal like, guys like me. Full blown just going <laughs> at it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but it's like, there's nothing beforehand or after. It's just like, we're fucking and then we're not. And then we're having a deep conversation. It's just like really intense for three minutes and then it's just over. There's there, no kissing. So there's no build there's up. There's no build like, up. Okay. It's like, I don't know if it's how they edited it, that it seemed like it was just like really condensed so that it made sense in the story. But yeah, I, I mean, maybe they're having so much sex that there's no need because they're just always turned on. Because that was, okay, for like the majority of the show, the main two characters aren't together. 
And then for like the last three or so episodes, they are together. Mm-hmm. And that's when like all the sex happens. I was surprised because everyone was like, oh, it's such a sexy show. Everyone's like, that's what up. I've been hearing from it. There's like one other sex scene besides the main two characters. There's like no other. What's what's the premise to this? I, here's the deal. I'm really fascinated by like royalty, especially in like England and stuff like that, and like how that culture worked. But the whole premise is that it's marriage season, where a bunch of really rich families marry off their kids, mm-hmm. and there's this whole like the queen is involved. Is it's this like, modern day? No, it's like Victorian era, but it's like has a lot of modern twists in it. Like there's no modern technology, but it's like, you know, I don't know that it's not modern day. It's like Victorian era, but it's very fantasy. Yeah. Okay. It's like not at all. Kind of like a made up world. Almost. There's no serious problems in this world. There's no war. There's no like crime. It's kind of showing like (laughs) this is what the rich were like. Right. The, The poor people in this show are shown twice. And they literally are just working like they're just a bread maker and a person dragging a cart. It's like, this is what you will become if you don't join our oh, family. Yeah, so normal standards. <laughs> right. But it's so like bizarre because they have a party every day. They have like a big ball every day. <laughs> like the entire show had to have had 30 parties. <laughs> Yeah, and there's uh, eight episodes. <laughs> Grandma Genevieve died today. Let's have a ball, everyone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And she would want this. <laughs> there's like these weird like cards, like the women have cards on their wrists mm-hmm. and men have to like check off if they've danced with her. Oh, is and it for so like um... you can only have three dances per night, so you better pick the right guy. What is this fucking world? What I, is this, Cinderella? I don't, <laughs> yeah, gotta... <laughs> dude. It is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the main character, like, impressed the queen, so she's, like, high on status, uh-huh. and she's part of this one of the royal families, and she, like, falls for the rebel who's actually, who's a duke. So he's, like, okay. has a high status, but, like, really doesn't like it and doesn't want to be a duke and all this other shit. Okay. And I, like, I thought. So he's poor at heart. I mean, no. <laughs> he just doesn't like the marriage festival. Oh, okay, okay. That takes up four months out of the year to marry off it's their like, just, kids. Just, just <laughs> sit one in front of me and let's move on. And they ask, like, the escalation of, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to, they meet each other at a party, and then they get married in, like, a week. And it's like, Okay. It sounds like a uh, reality show where they <laughs> where they just <laughs> see each other for, you know, three know. weeks and it's then get so, married in the end. It's so crazy. I mean, there's some... And all the characters look, like, really young. So I'm like, is this too... Is this, like, weird? Like, is, am I watching, like, a 12-year-old girl have <laughs> sex? Am I, am I okay to watch this? And I, lo- I literally looked up the ages of the actress, and she's, like, 30. And I'm like, yeah, that's you how look it is. 12. That's how it is. <laughs> but, yeah, it's bizarre. The sex scenes are, like, fine. Uh, and uh, Mike's really disappointed. I'm with disappointed. These <laughs> I'm disappointed by Bridgerton. I wanted something to bring out the lotion for, something worthy of the lotion. But there were some scenes, Benjamin, when like they're so weird. Like the two main characters, they like fight all the time, and they like get really, they get really heated, and they yell at each other, and then like they like like touch hands accidentally, and then they just like 
everything will swoon. And then it's just, and then it's just giant like, orgy. It's just like, <gasps> you know, like, oh my God. I mean, that point I was like, I believe it. <laughs> I love the this love. This is what gets me. <laughs> I was, I, I love the whole love story. I'm sure. All. Yeah. It sounds like you. Um, and uh, it was great. It was fantastic. And then, you know, like <laughs> the main character, I, you're never, are you ever going to watch this show? Is it fine if I spoil it on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, well, Okay, just for the spoilers. just for the for the listener's sake, spoiler. I'll, I'll say spoiler. Skip this shit. Skip this shit because Bridgerton. I'll I'll probably uh, let me uh, <laughs> before any of this happens, I'll mark an edit and I'll fucking come in here and tell you where to skip to too, and make it <laughs> nice and helpful. All right. Hey guys, as I said, cutting in here now. If you want to skip the spoilers of Bridgerton, then go ahead and go to forty-one minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, but if you don't care and you uh, want a good laugh, then uh, keep listening. Enjoy. All right, got it. So the main character is like whole deal. The guy, not the main character, um, whatever fucking name is. I watched the show in like literally a day. It did not stick in my brain very well, like the names and stuff. But the main character, the dude, he had like a really abusive father. And he's one of those royal types that like just wants an heir. Like they, they have kids, like just to have a succession, uh, like a powerful line of succession essentially. Yeah. Um, and so the main character's mom dies in childbirth and his father doesn't want him because he has like a natural stutter. And so he's like, he's a shun baby. He's a bad seed. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so they just, you know, he, he shuns him away. And, but this kid is still royalty. So he grows up very lavishly with like really good tutors. So he gets rid of all his like (laughs) bad stuff. And then it becomes this like bad stuff, quote unquote. And then he turns into this like really big hottie and everyone wants him. But that dad dies. The dad, like, on his deathbed is like, oh, you'll inherit everything. You'll be, like, my wonderful son. And he's, like, proud of him now because he's, like, became. He's grown out of the shit. Grown out of the whatever. <laughs> he's grown out of the ugly stage, stages. And, and the guy's like, you are a fucking awful dad. <laughs> Fuck you, but I'll take I your will, money. I'm going to ruin your family line. Like, I'm not going to have kids. Oh, shit. That's, like, the whole thing with him. But then he falls in love with the main woman character someone bridgerton it doesn't mean they have to have kids it, and she really wants kids she's a very she's a natural you know kind of parental figure she really wants that well, you just say no you're the guy <laughs> that, that's how it works right? but they have sex all the time pre-condoms this is why you need condoms they didn't have they didn't even have lambskin I mean, they might have. I just they didn't say anything oh, the, about the it. Rich the rich don't show. care about that. They don't need to worry about unplanned pregnancies because they got money. They do though. That's like half the problems in the show is that there's unplanned pregnancies all the time. Like people, like oh, before they get oh, to finish the ceremony. Like if you, if you have sex with someone you're courting during the whole like marriage festival crap, that person, like that woman, is like seen as like disgraced. Like oh, she's fuck. You, no one will marry her. She, <laughs> she's used goods at that point uh, they said that in the show oh fuck i <laughs> see i could write this show <laughs> yes exactly so like at the point when they get married and stuff like they really fall in love for and you could tell that they like really want to be with each other and the the marriage actually will probably work but he says that he's barren like he can't give her kids and she still that's, ex- a, that's a pretty smart way to she, go about it she still accepts the fact that they're gonna like uh you know be married and still have sex obviously but like whatever and um he's obviously not barren 
Oh, so wait, hold up, hold up, hold so up. So they're having sex. And he has to pull out every time. Yes. And it's so weird. So it was like, pause, pause. So so every time they have sex, like, I'm barren. It's like, well, why do you, why do you keep pulling out at the end every well, time? Here's the real kicker, though. Her parents, oh, yes. there's no public education, and and her parents taught her everything that she knows, and they didn't tell her anything about sex, so she doesn't know how. Oh, they, so she, she doesn't know. She how doesn't know how kids are conceived. So how literally, is, how old are they supposed to be? I don't know. Like twenty, eighteen, would I would hope. Eighteen, nineteen, okay. At least, but I don't know if that's actually the truth Dude. of the show. But <laughs> but so this guy keeps pulling out during sex. That's and, how it works. <laughs> and she like she's like having a great time. She's like, you know, she just she just she's having a ball. She had an orgasm just this is five one seconds of the other, ago. This is one of the other balls that they have every day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they well they they I distinctly remember they like ran away to like they were already married at this point, so they were like hooking up all the time. And she like turns to him because he pulled out and it's so weird. I'll get back to it in a second. But she's like, Does that hurt? Because she doesn't know like what he's doing <laughs> so oh my she's like does God. it hurt for you like what's wrong are you okay and he's like no it's fantastic and then they like make out but he keeps doing this over and over again and then she finds out that he's not barren and that he had this like whole quest How does she, she... without by like talking to the maids okay, and yeah, crap yeah. whatever and uh let she... me just say though this guy's pullout game must be strong as hell well <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I see where this scene, is going. The reason that the sex scenes are so strange is that, like, they go at it for, like, two minutes, and then he just, like, gets out and then rolls, and then just... Yeah. <laughs> and then she's, like... like, uh, like she's just laying, laying there. there. <laughs> <laughs> like, frozen like a plank. <laughs> Literally. And uh, so she finds out... She, like... She finds out how babies are made. <laughs> After finding out how the, he, she did this, and then... She gets on top and doesn't let him go. Oh. And just rides him until it's over. She parent trapped him. And he <laughs> freaks out. And then they like don't talk for two episodes and they like have a big fight. Um, and it turns out she's not pregnant or whatever, but like, yeah, yeah. whatever. And um, turns out she's not fertile. <laughs> well, <laughs> she does have a kid by the end. Okay. For sure. But like, uh, they like have a big fight and then he like, you know, says like, oh, I'll have kids, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But um, it was such a weird show. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say something more about, like, there's so many other characters that are more interesting than their plot point. And, I'm, like, they spend so much time on it because they're the main characters. But, like, I don't know. It was, it was worth watching. So uh, the spoilers are probably over by this point. Yeah, I'd say spoilers are over. I don't need to talk about Bridgerton anymore. But uh, they are very attractive. I mean, they're all hot. I mean, every single character in that whole show. And my haircut's in fashion, apparently, in the Victorian age. I didn't know how popular my haircut was because oh, literally every boy in the world in this show I, has my hair. sexy. It's a nice hair. Because I'm a hot Victorian lad, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what you want? I guess so. That's what you are, then. I guess so. There was one guy in the show who was, like, an artist. and Oh? Yeah. And you're associated yeah. with that? It was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Let me tell you... Uh, Something from the last episode that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't because we definitely would not have had enough time. Okay. So uh, I'm in uh, uh, what you uh, what you call a book club. I, you know? Did we talk about the book club? I think I just mentioned it last time. No, I know. I'm, we have think I think talked about it, but this is about specifically something. Okay. Cool. Um, so we finished reading Ready Player One. Uh, I've also seen the movie. 
Uh, I hate to be that guy, but if you haven't read the book and you've only seen the movie, please read the fucking book because the pacing of it and I fucking for all that Spielberg is and everything, I I know he didn't probably write it. I know he only directed the shit, but like the amount of shit that they changed around and the pacing of it, like it seems fine when you're watching the movie, but like everything makes so much more sense in the book. Um, anyway, uh, we're moving on to the second book, Ready Player Two, that just, like, recently came out. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, so they're making a sequel movie as well, um, and the book came out, like, end of 2020. Okay. Um, it's still, like, hardcover. Um. Right. Yeah, there's no paperback. Um, but this one has a very, uh, interesting premise, uh, I'm not going to go into details to spoil anything, but basically the new CEOs of the company that um, it's about this whole virtual world that's basically taken over. It's like a monopolized everything in the world. It's ever, everyone logs into this virtual reality and uh, the whether you're the poorest of the poor or the richest of the rich, that's pretty much what 90% of the population does. And that's it. Like anything like grocery shopping, movies, uh, books everything is just in there if you anything you can think of in the real world can happen in there so like no one really leaves that world like you can order groceries and then through have it, it shipped and have it shipped house. directly to your house you don't have to move you don't even have to log out it'll just be at your door and then you pick it up wow okay and, and that's, I, I haven't read it or seen the movie it's basically like i've seen clips of the movie but yeah it's basically like the world has gone more to shit than it is right now mm-hmm. and poverty is at its highest uh climate change is at its worst you know uh, emissions and all this shit right. like the world is like ending <laughs> and humans do what they naturally and do. they're just, just escaping just go into a being yeah thing. yeah <laughs> it makes sense um and so sense. this new book uh goes into the new ceos of the company um after winning the challenge to become to, to become the heir of all of the riches and all the wealth in the company itself, yeah, are presented with something that was kept away from the public and ev- anyone even involved in the company. No one knows about this but this new CEO. Um, is the new CEO okay? Is it spoilers to talk about? Yeah, okay, because it's, I, it's basically a, I know the I know what you 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 kind of can assume who it is, but I would just won't say it. Okay, yeah. um, it's not important really. Yeah. Um, he's presented or he's, he finds in this vault, um, a new technology to adapt into the system. And what it is, is it's a fully, it's literally like the end all be all of VR games and, and, and technology. Like brain uploading kind of deal. Exactly. Like right on the money. You You wear, you wear this, I don't know if it's a helmet. It's weird how they describe it, but you wear it. And it connects and it scans your brain and it basically takes your subcon. It puts you in like a coma like state. So you can't move You're you're basically like sedated. Yeah. And it puts you, your consciousness into the game. So it means you can smell, see, touch, breathe, like everything you could do in all your senses. You it's indiscernible from the real world. You obviously know, like, it's not like, Oh, like matrix. You don't know where you are. You know, you're in the game, but when you're in there, it's indiscernible. You could you could have a recreation of your own house, and it would be exactly the same. Yeah. So it makes it that much more addictive, that much easier to escape, and like yeah, 
seamless. You can taste things. You can literally taste any food you'd want from the from the greatest place, like the most the best food ever cooked from, from the best chef in the world. Yeah, I feel like I kind of know that technology is coming in the real world. And it's I'm, scary. I'm kind of scared of it because it's, it's I, horrifying. It sounds sick. I I would love to try it. I'm not gonna say I won't. I that's why I'm terrified of it. Yeah, because I know that I'm gonna be like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm yeah. going here. You know, that's good. Yeah. And so in this world where people are already addicted to this thing, um, and now this new technology and he, he's given the choice of whether to release it to the public or to hide it and not release it. Right. And they obviously choose to release it and the entire population, but they, and they make them extremely cheap so that everyone can afford them. Uh, because they, he, he, he's doing it like he's thinking from the mindset the the, the new CEO is like a, a really was a really poor kid that used the Oasis as an escape as well. And he's thinking, OK, these people who have nothing else to live for, I got to give them what I didn't have. And make it easily accessible. Yeah. Which I, I get you see where his heart is at, but also you see the problem in that. Yeah. So, so now no one has a reason to leave it at all. And. I have, there's so many problems. So the that come world with it. just decays. Yeah, basically. And is there like a body maintenance system that like? No. Yeah. So yeah, people are just only dying. for the. I mean, if you're rich enough, yeah. Like he, basically, there's a limit. So with it, you can only be on there for a consecutive amount of twelve hours. Yeah. After the twelve hours time limit, it'll automatically log you off and shut down for twelve hours. So it has to be twelve wow. hours off and twelve hours that you can be connected to it. For your own safety. That's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But people can when you think off. about it, that's just 12 hours of like, okay, the remaining 12 hours you're not logged in. You're probably just eating in order to survive because eating in the world doesn't help you at all. Yeah. And, and then sleeping. Yeah. And in his case, his first, his routine is like, he'll wake up, have breakfast, do a quick exercise, like exercise so that he's main and maintains in shape and like healthy and then logs in and then he'll log off, eat, go to sleep. Yeah. And like, that's his life. Um, and, uh, like shit, like, uh, the in game, like the world, the currency in the game that you use to do anything is mo more valuable than any real currency in the world. <laughs> that's how insane it is. Yeah. And I like, there's just so much to talk about. So with could that. you work in that? Yes. That's yeah. You can make movies that are premiered in there, filmed inside there, and just send them out, and then you make money. You can do YouTube from in there. You can screen record or capture what you're doing, yeah, as your avatar, and then upload it to YouTube, and that'll be your YouTube channel. That's on yeah. That's on its way. That's what worries me. Worries me about Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. I, I don't even know. I've only know what you've told me about Ready mm -hmm. Player Two. That this is happening like. It's going to happen within our lifetime. At least Ready Player One stuff. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Ready Player One is a little bit more feasible because yeah. that one's, it's, we're kind of nearly there. We're, we're basically already, there. There's just not like a universal, like one, one game. Yeah. One platform that everyone that plays. Everything yeah. That um, everyone lives on. But like, think about just like, like, what would you do in this scenario? Like, how crazy it is that literally like, there's so there's one other per there it's four people that run the company together yeah and the one person was like completely against it and is just trying to figure out ways to like feed the starving and uh 
counteract the amount of damage that they've already done to the world to try and save it. Yeah. And the rest of them think that, like, yes, they'll try to do that as well, but it's almost beyond help. And what is their reasoning, like, where they're just like, oh, it's not up to us to, like, maintain them? Essentially, it's like, oh, if they want to join, they can join. Yeah. They, they 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 see it as a thing like well you don't have to be in there but at that point it's also like there's an addiction thing in there yeah everyone's addicted like he himself is addicted the main character is addicted to getting in there yeah. um at the end of the first book they're out in the real world uh after completing the game and like he even like this doesn't really spoil much but he like says like oh like he experienced the real world for the first time and like how like quote unquote precious it was but it doesn't last he goes right back like the next week. Yeah. is when he discovers this, uh, you know, software, and then he's just, like, back on it. Because yeah, it's hard when, like, your entire infrastructure is based off of that, too. Governments are based in there. Your your um, warfare, all militaries are controlled through that program. Oh, really? Everything is. Dude, everything is controlled. Like, anything, uh, that's what I'm saying. Anything you can think of is controlled through this oasis. Yeah, we don't have that yet. And... Uh, and so he also has the opportunity of this giant red button and inside. So in the game, because he's now the sole, even though he shares it with four people, he was the one that won it. So he gets a, like, he holds on to this one space in the Oasis that no one else can access and only he can. Yeah. And there's a button in there that shuts down the entire system for good and deletes it. And there's an opportunity to do that. But, something that they point out like they 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 just can't you can't do that the entire world would shut down yeah. commerce would shut down all everything because it's been i think eight years for the duration of time that it's been a thing yeah so in that span of time everything is translated over to that so now every company everything is just done through this <sighs> yeah i mean it, it's honestly very it's the most dystopian it's the most realistic dystopian thing. I've always had like a gripe with dystopian stories mm -hmm. because like, I just think they're unrealistic. Like hunger games, like that's not going to happen. Or like Mad Max. Yeah. Or Mad Max. I mean, Mad Max happens if you like, you know, there's an atomic winter or some crap. And that's like, if humans survive in bunkers, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. come back out and it's like, Oh, it's a desert. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fucked for themselves. I only seen Fury Road. I don't know about the other ones, but like, I hated Fury Road, I have to say. I never really watched it. Visually stunning, but the story was so stupid. They, like, went... They said, we have to go here. And then they went there, and then they said, we have to go back. And then they went back. Really? And that's it. Uh, yeah, that, I'm glad like, I didn't watch it then. I get there's, like, themes and stuff in it, but the actual, like, plot is just dumb. Um, but do you, do you think technology like this is, like, would destroy humanity? I think a lot of people think that that's probably where... I've seen a lot of arguments that like there's the whole like idea that some like theories of like to counteract the per uh, the fermi paradox which is like why we don't see major civilizations in our universe mm -hmm. and in our galaxies and stuff like that is because if you could create essentially um a super like a euphoric experience that doesn't end that gives you everything you want and it can be maintained infinitely why would you leave it? Yeah. And struggle for no reason in the real world. <laughs> it's like, when wow. anything is possible in this right. fake world, why leave if it? If you could, if you have 
like if you still maintain consciousness in the matrix and why would you care if you're in it yeah exactly it, it, as long as like you know that you are being like treated decently as long as you're aware, as long as your current perception of your situation is that you're being <laughs> treated decently yeah and that you're still having and still you still could do what you want to do with your life quote unquote mm-hmm. you know it, it it's kind of the whole thing with like you could be immortal forever if you just hooked up to a machine. Like, yeah. why not upload your, your brain? consciousness is just right. consciousness. Consciousness. But, like, it's people talk about the progression of, like, AI mm. and self, uh, self-thinking self and self-thought robots and stuff as that being the inevitable downfall of humanity, um, which I guess in its own right has, has very real-world potential. Mike, but yeah, go ahead. W- what I would say is this is, in my opinion, the worst of it when you're because it's because it's something that's far more <laughs> foreseeable and far more fat, like way more fast approaching as yeah. there's if, if, if it becomes so accessible and things start translating over like like the commerce and all this stuff if that becomes so much more popular and more important than real world stuff like it becomes your whole world and at that point it's so hard to wean off of that yeah and try and preserve the real world because there's no there's no value there anymore yeah there's a difference between recreation and then being dependent on your recreation not just in like a not just like through an addiction where it's like this is a almost a necessity for you because it's like so overwhelmingly attractive um but also like if you can't survive without it in the real world mm-hmm. then you can't get rid of it cuz like even if you especially if the whole world has decided to do it at the same time cuz then you can't there's no way around you can't it. leave it and go do something else i i think it's not inherently bad it's just that it's so easy for us to turn into Wally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was what I was up. thinking throughout the the whole book as well, yeah. is that this is like its own version of Wally. How like right. Wally was, you know, a spaceship version of that and yeah. they just left it. But like they're all, everything's just being done for them. That's yeah. like Wally, borderline the same thing. Yeah. Wally really had two themes. It's that we don't take care of our, <laughs> we don't take care of our planet if we don't take care of ourselves mm-hmm. i feel like I, like if we just let other external sources take care of us we're not going to have any agency to make the place around us better for anyone other than ourselves and that's and that's showing even today like yeah. if we have the option for someone to do something that's kind of hard and versus us doing it ourselves yeah. We take that, uh, the majority of the time, people take that other option. It's like, maybe, I know this is going to sound pretty extreme of a of a uh, explanation or, or example, but like restaurants, mm-hmm. right? Everyone enjoys restaurants. You all love it. There's nothing inherently wrong with a restaurant. Yeah. But let's say you're you're with your family, right? And you're like, oh, like, what should we have for dinner or whatever? Like, I don't feel like cooking anything. Oh, let's get someone else to cook for us Mm -hmm. and they have all the food they prep it they get it to us and we just wait there and order it and then give them a nice exchange of of value for for what they're giving us yeah and we just take that 
easier route. And fast forward to scenarios like Wally, mm-hmm. where everything is just fucking handed to us. Why? Why would you do it yourself? You know? Yeah, it's different though. If it's like that's the whole argument of like why civilizations are good for human beings is that people can don't have to focus on feeding themselves. They don't have to focus on building their own house. Mm -hmm. They can focus on science and philosophy and craft and improving the current system or the current tools or the current, whatever it may be. Like we can focus on other things without having to spend all of our time just on survival. Yeah. But that's if everyone's doing their quote unquote role. Right. But if it gets to a point where, (laughs) where we have, we remove the necessity to survive from everyone. That's the whole thing. Like, and that's just survive why, off of a few. That's the only reason that, that robots would have an advantage, I think, if they're purely digital. Not even robots, but like if a program, like AI program. Because I feel like when we imagine like AI controlling the world, we imagine like Terminator robots. We imagine iRobot and right. shit like that. Yeah, But it's just going to be a computer program. Most likely. Like, And if it is, if it is a robot, we're so far away from that technology, I feel like. For those two things to combine. I mean, not as far as you'd think, man. I mean, I watch interviews with Elon Musk Mm -hmm. and like what his thoughts on her. And I know he's not like the fucking, you know, praise God of all (laughs) fucking things in this world. But he's a fucking genius. Yeah. And he's talking about the likelihood of scenarios like this happening. And like the shit that you see of those videos of like, of like, like a robotic face with real looking skin and features and shit that's like responding to stuff. And I understand it's always through a series of code that get it to, but like the leap between that and it's self thinking is like closer than I think we might think. I think there needs to be first off. I just don't think that a robot would like when it's actually doing the cost, like the benefit, the benefits of like having a physical form, I think it, if as long as it doesn't realize that it has limitations because it's only in the internet mm-hmm. or it's only in like a, you know, scripted coding, whatever, as long as it doesn't realize that it, you know, is currently trapped, I think it's going to exceed, I think it's going to thrive better in that environment than why would it build a body? Like, what's the benefit of it building a body just to move? Well, that's the like thing. I don't think it in. would be itself building it. It would be us right. being so interested in building a body that it just I it think, exists in that world I and think it doesn't so, know better. I think so too, but I don't worry about like oh, I, yeah, deciding I, to make Terminators. And then yeah, I was going to say, I can't everyone. say I worry about that either, but if, I'm just saying the thought of that is... If anything, Star Wars is more realistic to me where it's like they are, they basically become sentient to a point, to the point where they... Interact, interact as I think it's just going to be another way that humans take the easy route and create slaves. Yeah. Like as awful as that is, it's just a natural human thing that we've done throughout all of history mm-hmm. <laughs> of our species. And it's awful. We should get rid of it. But we're probably going to do the same thing to robots. The fear is that robots are going to be say, fuck you. We're yeah. Gonna yeah. Do this to you, which that's like the every dystopian movie with robots and stuff mm-hmm. is like we create robots to help us and now they're taking yeah us over. it's very much a sci-fi thing and kind of seemingly very far-fetched and in my opinion i also think like it's very like not a strong thing right. but there's also the unknown but if we create a robot that's intelligent 
as intelligent as as any human on the planet and for some and we somehow figure out how consciousness actually works and develops and we implement consciousness into this creation would it not just be a human yeah with a metal body and that that might it would, be it would what, be more of a, like a replicant like it'll be more Blade robust thing i think so I, that's i think that's what the fear is that they that it wouldn't it wouldn't be inherently bad like i think what we see is like oh they immediately turn into this right. fucking like let's kill everyone no because it'll the, be as you said like it'll be a human but with less physical we'd have to code in morals that's really the truth i mean we have yeah to, yeah we'd have to but give it there would thing. have there would have less physical uh like ho- like things holding it back like it wouldn't yeah falling from something or like getting hit by something like it's metal like, or or whatever it is like it would be less fearful of death yeah i think the progression is gonna be like as we progress in that way and we start to perfect the mind of these beings mm-hmm we're going to try to perfect the human body first as we go. And like, we're going to use, I feel like all like robotics and cybernetics and all that research that's being done in it, where it's like everyone's first assumption is they're going to make robots that are perfect humans. But I feel like the real implementation is just going to be like, if you have an amputated cyborgs, you have cyborgs are the, it's going to be cyborgs. (laughs) It's, it's going to be this transition between humans, cyborgs. And then if we crack robots, which there's no evidence that we really can. Mm-hmm. Like we can make something as intelligent as we possibly can and get, fill it with all of the self-replicating crap that we can fill it with. But we don't know what forms consciousness. It could just be more intelligence. Yeah. Or intro, or like the idea of introspection. But we don't actually know how to do that. It yet. might also be something about like connecting to the internet and making their own connections through a very yeah. because the so that's in, the ultron argument the in, yeah <laughs> the instantaneous instantaneousness mm-hmm. of uh of an electronic thought process like that we code it's i mean we like to think like our brains work so fast so fast yeah. that no one will ever you 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 can never notice when your brain's working you're like me moving my hand right now like yeah it's just doing that it's just gonna it fucking work Mm-hmm. So, and thinking about like, oh, robots will be slower, like, not really. Like, they're almost as instantaneous. I, and then being able to connect to a ne- network like that and yeah, be but... like, like, same thing with like Siri. Like, if you tell it something, it immediately goes to search it. Now, it's not like incredibly fast, but like, if you're right. working on like an, an AI thing to have its own thought <laughs> process. It's going like anything that it doesn't know or doesn't have enough data on, mm. it can just switch over and then come right back right. and be like, this is what I have come to the conclusion Here's of. Here's how it really is in my head. It's like currently it might be able to do certain tasks better than us, but it only does those tasks. Yeah. It can't oh, do yeah. everything. It can't even do a large fraction of what we can do with our brain. No. It. It, you know, you could tell it to just compute things and just come up with crazy calculations and stuff like that. And that will just be its job and that it can perform that at such a high level compared to humans that it's unrecognizable. But that's all it can do. It's going to be a long time before it gets to the point where it can do everything on that level. Oh, yeah. Or even surpass us in that level. It'll be a while. It's going to be a while. This is I, nothing that's like recent. Right. Yeah. But it's just funny how like, 
this isn't science fiction anymore. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. Like within I our mean, lifetime, AI went from like every single apocalypse movie to something that we're actually working on. As there's literally, there are, have you been to the Garden State Plaza? Garden State, no. They literally have fucking R2-D2s rolling around there yeah. as security. They have literal fucking robots yeah. that are on, there's like, I want to say like 10 every, like 10 each level that just roam around and then like make sure that nothing's fucking, there's like cameras on them and they, they don't say anything, but they just roll around and like, it's like, it's like, um, those like rope, those vacuums, those like floor vacuums that can sense things. So it can sense when something, yeah, the Roomba, (laughs) it's like a Roomba. It senses there's something in front of it and it'll stop back up, turn and keep going. But if it sees something wrong, it'll like, Oh, has a fucking flash and it alerts security. Yeah. I'm for that a hundred percent. It's crazy. As long as they don't give them guns <laughs> or tasers Imagine. or weapons. As long as there's no like you walk in there and you're like, oh this oh what's up, R2 D2? <laughs> yeah. Huh? What up, bitch? Yeah. Huh? You can't ta- do shit. Fucking takes out a gun to shit. <laughs> <laughs> little taser comes out. <laughs> yeah, RT's <laughs> like little head things just yeah, flaps yeah, yeah. open and just a gun rises. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Japan's also going crazy with that. Their airports well, there. Yeah, I mean that's not surprising in any way. Japan has like actual like face like robots with faces that say, "What do you need help with? Yeah. Where's your terminal? Click me to find out." I know. I'm so. I'm just. We live in such a crazy time, and like we can't actually say like, yeah, this is the timeline for the new tech because obviously we're just a bunch of like stupid idiots but like compared to like people who are actually working the, the people fields. that are actually you know doing <laughs> the shit for it yeah right but it is crazy like how rapid it's become i mean tv was like only mainstream in the 50s mm-hmm. it's been what 70 years that's nothing <laughs> 70, yeah. 70 years of technological advancement went from tvs to like where we are now and how you were talking about with like sci-fi shit yeah. like there were fucking movies back then, like the old Star Trek, mm-hmm. when they would like beam a projection of someone to another person. Like that was that was sci-fi. Yeah, that was made up shit. Yep. We can do that now. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, they invented Skype. They invented cell phones. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's incredibly important to think about these problems before we actually have to deal with them. Yeah. I think that's what these books offer. I think it's really cool. I'm not convinced that it's going to get to a point where it's that bad. There's going to be a section of the population that gets really addicted and gets like really deep into this. I just doubt that. I think we're going to catch ourselves before we all jump in and put all of our eggs in this basket. That's what I'm really worried about. I think the self-awareness aspect of it is what will stop it. And also... The fear in that the fear in that book is that he just released it. It just existed. Like it went from not having that problem to just having that problem. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, I could it, be wrong, it, it, it's. I mean, the the actual oasis itself was around for eight years prior yeah. to to the whole big thing. So the initial CEO released that virtual reality, and there was a gradual increase of people getting on there and using it for like fun. Yeah. Then they they then translated. Like schooling was all done through the Oasis because it was cheaper. Uh, you could you, you you had like a sensor where you block out language. You had a thing where it didn't allow anyone to leave the premises when a class was in session or something. Like it was just efficient. 
So they moved it all over there, and it was cheap. It was like free. I'm convinced that's gonna happen. And and I mean, the pandemic's really putting things into perspective, like how what we actually need versus like. I I don't know. I, I'm fascinated to see like how stuff like that is just gonna fundamentally change. I, I mean, when. it's it's weird because not having not being involved with it. It's we have a different perspective on that yeah. because I know a lot of people that are still in school and they hate all online stuff. I know some people that like it. Yeah, I know a lot of people who like thrive in it. I know a lot of people who just and I know people that are mixed. Some classes are like, yeah, we can. I can easily do this online. That's not much effort. There are other ones like I. I need to be there. Like there's right. physically impossible to do anything. And I feel like we're thinking about it like this now because we're still in it. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know how many months we're in. Like eleven, eleven months well, into the pandemic or like some craziness. I think we're in a year at least. It or would like, be a year in March, I think. Okay. So very soon. Yeah, very soon. Uh, um, but <laughs> I have a feeling that we're like we're all like we're all thinking about this so much and we're all like trying to come up with like how our society is gonna be crafted. And then the minute that the pandemic's like over and we can actually officially see each other again. Just drop it. It's just gonna be like, Oh thank God. <laughs> yeah, like, oh fuck. Okay. I it's just, like holding in a large fart on the elevator and I once just, everyone gets off, you're like, Oh thank God. I just wanted to go to the movies, I just wanted to do this, I just wanted to do that. Like I think people do sincerely miss just being around people. Yeah. And that's coming from oh. Well, probably from the you front most introverted person i know which is myself so you know it means a lot yeah so it's like i i think i miss just being physically present in a public space yeah and not and being fearful of not being fearful of it obviously but also just like casually being surrounded by people yeah and not interacting with them but just knowing that like it's possible. Humanity, <laughs> humanity is existing. Knowing that it's physically possible to be in the same building as another person. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, We're going very late. I don't know how much more. You I just wanted to about. say one last thing in reference to the Oasis thing. Okay. And uh, just because I sent this to the Instagram chat uh, that I'm not sure if you saw it or not. But my uh, 4-H, which I used to be a part of. Um, Alpaca boy. Yes. Um, <laughs> they have a Minecraft club in the 4-H. And there's this thing that they would do annually where they have summer camp and uh, winter camp. And it was like something that they physically had any 4-H kids that wanted to do it. They would, it would literally be like a week at a time or two weeks and they would go to an actual place and like spend time there. And it would be like, it, I mean, I never did it, but it was yeah. a really good thing for the kids. Cool. Because they literally can't do that. They're doing it through Minecraft right now. Oh my God. Such a blessing, huh? How hilarious they're literally doing it through discord and minecraft that's so funny. and they literally i think they built a server and they set up a winter camp and they sent up uh like summer camp <laughs> and it's so fucking funny i was like dude i can't believe that they're yeah. actually doing this want to go horseback riding <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude get like a winter like a trial like a, tr a tryout i feel like that would be your dream camp <laughs> like you just yeah. be sitting there I love that. and then as soon as you're like all right i want to go home bye right i love that i love that so much i would just get on and just be like do your own i like the idea of someone building like a park in minecraft and just going to the park and just sitting on a bench and just be like all right i'm here <laughs> <laughs> and then the, someone comes up to you and be like hello how are you and you just tap oh my god what a blessing yeah 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 what a blessing huh um but yeah that was all that was everything i just wanted to say there but okay. uh well it's wonderful chatting with you ben yeah. i just want to let you know um i know we're both not really getting any right now but uh don't forget to wear a condom yeah and um, uh you know 
have a little bit more foreplay in your sexual encounters because don't Bridget, make it like Bridgerton. Don't watch Bridgerton and think that's how sex is, man. It ain't. Smooch, <laughs> smooch a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, con- condoms and shit. Condom, wear a condom, man. Don't be, don't be crazy. Thank you.